0: Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your host, Daniel French. Today, we continue exploring Blake Benlin's zombie bubble verse of Generation Z. But first, please go to patreon.com chronosphere or go to our Podbean site and contribute to the podcast. We need your help to keep this going. Oh, I see Zombie Town coming up now. Get ready to have some of your Generation Z questions answered and to formulate some new ones. Here we go. Dawn breaks over the cottage inhabited by Sam and her family in LZ-4.
1: (sighs) Mom? Are you awake yet? I can make us some tea. Mom? 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 George? Mom's gone. She... George? mom george where is everyone george mom mom where are you guys leanne george mom mom hello guys anyone can you hear me Hello? Who's there? Who's there? Mom, are you there? George, please answer me. Hello? Yeah, is that a zombie? Let's check it out. Hello, George? Is that, is that you? This isn't funny. Can you hear me? You go around that way, I'm going this way. Answer me! Where am I?
2: Mom! george help i gotta cover over here you get this stay away you... from me
1: mom where are you oh hey, that?
2: get away mom mom samantha what are you doing out here <clears throat> looking for you what are you doing here <coughs> I, I just wanted to see the sunrise. Mom, get back from there. You could fall. I'm fine, honey. I'm just enjoying the view. Do you know where George is? Well, he had already left when I went out. I'm sorry if I scared you. I should have left a note. It's okay, but Mom, you really should be in bed resting. I know. It's it's just been so long since I got out. Mom! Mom! <laughs> I just, I felt like a little fresh air might be good. Yeah, sounds like it. <coughs> you know, you don't have to worry about me, Sam. <coughs> I am worried about you. And can you please get away from there? <clears throat> I don't like you standing on the edge
1: like that. All right,
2: all right. I'll get, I'll step away.
1: <coughs> Mom. Yes?
2: <coughs> I, I know it's not the flu. It isn't the flu, is it? Sam. Is it? No, no. It's not. Consumption, right? Probably. <clears throat> and you're not
1: just going to get better like you said, are you?
2: Why did you lie to me? I didn't want to scare you. <clears throat> you lied to me! Yes, I lied to you. I'm sorry. I I just didn't want you to worry about things after... <clears throat> after you die? <clears throat> Sam! <clears throat> just tell me the truth! We're not zombies, Sam. We don't live forever. <clears throat> Don't you think I know that? Of course, but... I haven't forgot about Dad. I know, dear. Neither have I. Why were you out here? What? (coughs) Why did you come out here for? (coughs) I told you I wanted to... Stop lying! (coughs) I could have seen it from right outside the cabin. Why did you come out here? Samantha, you need to understand that every day I'm around, I'm risking infecting you and your brother, and all the food I eat, the water I drink... It's just wasted. No, it's not. I did... Did George put you up to this? No, Sam, don't blame George. I... <coughs> don't leave, Mom. <coughs> Sam, I'm... Um, stop, please. I don't want you catching it. I just want you to hug me. I... Okay, okay. I love you. Don't go. I love you, too. <coughs> and I'm not going anywhere just yet. Promise? I promise, What's that? (laughs) Hold fire! They're living! I know them! It's the (coughs) lifeguards.
3: What the hell are you two doing here?
2: Just taking a walk.
3: Then you obviously aren't aware that this district has been placed under martial law. By who? By me. This very morning.
1: Who are you?
3: (laughs) I'm the man in charge, little girl. Show some respect, Sam. He commands our chapter of the lifeguard. How do you know these people? They're my family, sir. I live with them. I see. Escort the sick woman home. Bring the girl back with you. What? Haven't heard. The consulate voted yesterday to authorize a universal conscription. We need everyone we can get. Welcome to the lifeguards. Now get moving. Come on, you two.
1: George.
4: Quiet. Let's go.
0: The Laboratory of Dr. Schneider and Whitney beneath LZ-1. Okay, now I want the strength of the solution reduced, this time by 50%.
5: That much? I've got to assume it's the pace of the induced resurrection, on a cellular level, that's overwhelming their systems. They could be dying simply as a result of overdose. We've tried administering microdoses already, remember? There was no effect. They've been carriers of the syndrome for at least 50 years. Freshness, as we've seen consistently since number 17, counts for a lot. Do you suppose it's a matter of
0: cellular memory, then? It's... Hello, ladies. I'd apologize for interrupting, but I don't care. Heartbreaking. Dr. Schneider, come with me. What do you want? You're wanted. By who? (laughs) You'll know soon enough. Well,
5: I suppose I don't exactly have a choice, do I? No. Hold down the fort, Dr. Whitney. Carry
0: on, Doctor. I will. Coming. Lead the way. Are are you going to kill me? Now, why would I do that? Then what do you want from me? Me? I could give two shits about you and your partner, but the big man wants to see you upstairs. Wait, you're you're serious? Dead serious. Who wants to speak with me? Personally.
5: I About what?
0: You think I'd tell you if I knew? But you don't know, do you? I just know that I'd rather face the firing squad if I were in your shoes. Top floor. Take a seat in front of the door and stay quiet. Understand? I think I can manage.
4: Coming? (laughs) Hmm. We won't have to worry about that, I don't think. I'm just glad that he's as committed to the cause of national unity as we are.
3: Oh, yes. He'll welcome your reassurances, sir.
4: Good. Brilliant. Give him my warmest regards, along with my proposal. Very good, sir. Safe travels, Danton. Ah, Dr. Schneider. At last we meet. Mr... Mr. Consul, your consulship, I... Please, call me Nathaniel. It's always, the consul did this, the consul did that. So grave. I don't think citizens even know my name anymore. But please, step inside, Doctor. Of course, sir. Um, Nathaniel. Some view, isn't it? Absolutely. You can see all across Living Zone 1 from here. Right on over to Dead Zone 3, all the way over there. Much nicer than the view I've got from my office. Ah, yes. I apologize for the conditions of your work and the hours. You can surely appreciate that an effort such as this requires the utmost secrecy. And as you now know, haste. But someday, I assure you, the nation will shower you in its gratitude for your tireless labors. Posterity will place a statue of you in every public square. Please, have a seat. Oh, thank you, sir. As you can imagine, I take a great personal interest in this project of ours, this historical endeavor. It was conceived by a directive of my own after all. Why, I even find the time to review the footage of your progress. Oh, you you've you've seen the lab footage? Yes, Doctor. Don't worry, I don't mind your occasional frustration or your slight misgivings about us. The former at least isn't entirely justified, I don't believe. No. Not at all. In fact, I wanted you to know that I'm very impressed by what you two have accomplished thus far. You you are, sir? Oh, yes.
5: Very. Yes. Um, as you know, I suppose we've managed to resurrect recently infected specimens for um, short periods of time. It's a very exciting breakthrough. Certainly progress towards... Certainly
4: progress indeed. I think finding a means of causing death in zombies without incineration is itself an impressive feat.
5: Oh, yes, definitely. Inducing death, final death, is the easy part.
4: Very interesting.
5: Yes, the antiserum in its current form does eradicate the microorganism, prompting indefinite suspension of cellular activity, but we're still unable to restore sound life functions. And we are getting closer to the desired vaccine, but... Whether we strike upon it before a month is out, I
4: honestly don't know. That's all right. No need to feel rushed. Oh? The uh, way Lars put it, it sounded like... Don't let him upset you. He tends to revel in what little authority he's granted. Fear not, dear doctor, for your own person. Thank you, sir. That's, uh, That's an enormous relief. The deadline. More of something
5: to shoot for. Understood. Don't worry, sir. We're working hard and as fast as we can.
4: Yes, yes. I trust so. While I'd like very much to speed things along with, uh, shall we say, a capital injection, public funds can't be spared at the moment, what with preparations for the centenary underway and negotiations with the UDZ in full swing.
5: I understand.
4: You will, Doctor. You know, this is so much more than an insurance policy for our people, a guarantee against extinction in these dark times. It is a means of liberating the United Dead Zones as well. Liberating? Resurrecting, Doctor. This vaccine is as much for the good of the dead as it is for the living, if not more so. Mark my words, there will come a day on which the offspring of former zombies are as grateful to you and I as are the children of the living. This is bigger by far than the end of smallpox, than a cure for cancer. We're removing the last stumbling block to complete national reunification. Not just in a territorial sense, but a biological sense. This is the human race's second chance at life, Doctor, at life. Just think about it. In a matter of years, the United Dead Zones and the United Living Zones will be the United States once more, inhabited by living, breathing, red-blooded Americans. This is the future we speak of, Doctor. A lively future, indeed. We can rebuild society as it was before the apocalypse. We can reduce the apocalypse to a mere footnote in history. And then there's the entire rest of the world to consider. Imagine it, Doctor. Global detransition. We can accomplish what all have reckoned unthinkable for a century. Can you envision it? I can, sir. Good. That's the first step to making it reality. I wait that day, Doctor on which the apocalypse seems but a distant nightmare in the memories of men. It is then that the human spirit is restored. Take pride in your work, Doctor. You are nothing less than a revolutionary, preparing the most glorious revolution the world has ever witnessed. Yes, sir. I understand, sir. I knew you would. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Please give my regards to Dr. Whitney. Yes, sir. And uh, you may be pleased to know that soon enough there will be an extra pair of hands in the lab. Oh? That should lighten the workload, I'd think. Three heads are better than two, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Any help we can get. And I want to help, in any way I can. With human trials imminent, you'll need all the help you can get. Of course, to be sure. And if you don't mind me asking...
5: Yes? How are we obtaining zombies for testing?
4: Well, Doctor... The greater good of the end toward which we strive must allow for lesser ethical trespasses along the way. Their participation is compulsory. But make no mistake, their sacrifices will not be forgotten. After all, life on earth depends on them.
0: Yes, sir. Very good, sir. Kevin's home in DZ-7 Suzanne, we can't be married.
1: Why not? Tell me, my love.
0: I've done everything I can to hide it from you, but I just can't live this lie any
6: longer, Suzanne. I'm alive.
1: No, no, that can't possibly be. You can follow us on Wow, this show and is stupid. Twitter at the Derailers. And please,
6: Dad, can I borrow some money? I think I'm going to go down to the Electro Cafe. Dad,
3: Dad, you in here? Yeah. Come on in. What are you up to? Just filling out some paperwork. For what? Um, well, actually, there are application forms for those visits to the living zones they're talking about. Seriously? Yep. If we're approved, we could be among the first zombies to enter the ULZ in a long, long time, that is. That's cool and all, but like, what for? What for? Well, I thought it might be kind of exciting to get out of the house for a while. The three of us? Go see somewhere new? Not to mention it's a valuable learning experience, seeing how the living... Uh, live. I just thought it'd be fun. Exciting. You sure there isn't another reason? What do you mean? Everybody's gonna
6: want to be in the first tour groups. What's the rush? The living aren't going anywhere. It's just that we've all been so bored lately. When did you get the forms?
3: Uh, yesterday. As soon as they were made available. I would have told you and your brother, but there's still a lot to fill out here. I've been at it all night.
6: What is it you want to see over there, Dad? Huh? Why are you so eager to go to the living zones? Well, why aren't you? For one, they don't like us. If they wanted us there, it wouldn't have taken them a hundred years to invite us in. Don't judge them, Kev. They don't know any better. If you say so, why do you want to go so bad, Dad? Come on,
3: I can tell you're deflecting. I'm not deflecting. <sighs> Dad. What? Oh, all right, fine. I I want to know where where she went. What happened to her, that's all. This is the best chance I've ever had to find out.
6: How old was Mom when she went to the living zones?
3: Oh, let's see. Just a week short of her 43rd birthday.
6: Dad, I know it's not easy to accept, but she's dead. She's been dead for a long, long time. At least, like,
3: 50 years. Well, of course, Kevin. I know that. Then what are you looking for? Um, I'm not really sure, Kev. Some trace of her? Some hint about what happened? A gravestone? Uh, I mean, maybe she even started another family. Who knows? I just, I want some closure. That's what I'm looking for. Closure? Do you remember when she left? When she walked out on us? Of course I do. That was right after you and I returned. Yeah. I remember when I told her she she started crying. You tried giving her a hug and she... Wouldn't let me. Yeah. Yeah. And how she, she wanted to take Nick away, but he wouldn't go. He wanted to be with us, be like us.
6: She left us, Dad. That was her choice. She moved on all those years ago, and so there's no reason you can't, too.
3: I just... I just wish she wouldn't have left the way she did. I wish she would have said goodbye at the very least. Me too. It's like it's like she thought we weren't her family anymore. Like we weren't the same people.
6: Yeah, and she was wrong. I know. Look, Dad, I don't know if you'll find anything over there, but if it'll give you closure, if it'll help you move on, then I support your decision. Thanks, pal. And who knows? Maybe it will be exciting. I mean, it's got to be better than sitting around here all day watching TV. Speaking of which, we
3: should probably let your little brother know. Have you seen him? no. Did he go out? Uh, not as far as I know. Maybe he's still in bed. I'll go check. Nick? Nick, you there? Nick? Huh. No? Nope. He didn't tell you he was going somewhere? I haven't seen him all day. Hmm. When's the last time you saw him? Uh, yesterday,
6: just sitting on the couch.
3: Nick? Hey, Nick? Nick! Nick! Nick.
6: TZ-1,
0: Inside the White House.
7: There's my darling Marie. Hi, Margaret. Mrs. Knox. How is she? Oh, fine, fine. She just woke up from her nap. Good. We need to talk. I should say so. Take a look at her knee. Gone. The scab's completely healed. You'd never know it was there.
1: Margaret, this is very important. Have you told anyone about this since
7: you noticed? About Marie's condition? No. No, ma'am, not a soul. You're positive. No one at all. I give you my word. Good.
1: I trust you. So does my husband. We're both very concerned.
7: Yeah, you know, I could be wrong, but I'd swear her hair is getting longer.
1: You're not wrong.
7: Even her color's starting to come back. She's, she's growing up. It sure seems that way. What are your plans? <sighs> well, I've
1: sent for her old pediatrician from ages ago and for a specialist in undead physiology, but I don't know if they can help or if
7: they'll even be able to diagnose her. I've, I've never heard of anything like this. <laughs> Neither have I. Do you think it can be cured? Would we even want
1: to cure it, whatever it is? You know, it's she's almost like she's... Alive again. Exactly. She doesn't even have a pulse, does she? Not that I've noticed. We're going to keep this a secret for as long as we can. No one sees her but Mark and I and the doctors. And you, of course. If anyone asks, she caught a contagious infestation and has to be quarantined for a little while
7: until it fades. All right you know, if this keeps up, people will have to know eventually.
1: That's what scares me. How do you think people would react to something like this?
7: First with confusion, I think.
1: And then fear. Then who knows?
7: You don't think she's in danger, do you? She's just a little girl.
1: But for how much longer? People could think it's... I don't know, the beginning of some reverse transition. Who knows? It throws the future of hood into question. There could be a panic. Do you really think that's what it is? No, I don't. I have no idea what to think. But we've got to tread lightly until we get some answers.
7: Maybe if we were to let a real medical team study her for a while.
1: She's my daughter, Margaret. I'm not going to send her away to be a test subject for God knows how long.
7: But if she can't be diagnosed, it could be her best
1: chance. Maybe, but a national security scare wouldn't help her chances either. It's important that this stays a private affair for now.
7: As you wish, Mrs. Knox.
1: (coughs) Oh, you're getting so big. Listen, sweetie, we're going to help you get better, okay? Whatever it is you're sick with, we're going to make sure that you're going to be all right. Okay, honey? Now, be good for Margaret. Mama's got some things she's got to do, but I'll see you later on tonight. Hmm.
7: (coughs) If you notice
1: anything else, let me know immediately.
7: Well, of course, Mrs. Knox. Mama. What? That wasn't me.
2: Mama. Ma-Marie?
0: Introducing Claire Lane and Emma Birdie Lane as baby Marie. Samantha and Charlotte are played by Deborah Cristobal. George is played by J. Dean Garcia. Captain Roberts and Danton are Zach Macias. Dr. Schneider is Rod Diaz. Dr. Whitney is Mike Bethel. Lars and various other little voices are Daniel French. Nathaniel the Consul is Blake Benlin. Kevin is Will Geary. Kevin's dad is Warren Clark and we give a warm Chronosphere welcome to Cindy Stevens, our newest cast member, playing Margaret the Nurse. Music, sound effects, and production are yours truly, Daniel French. You Twitter folks check out hashtag Strange Sounds to introduce yourselves to some great podcasts. Cabin Nightmare, Spoop Hour, Two Dads Review, Believer Skeptic Podcast, Grave Girls... The Derailers. And to find a host of unbelievable audio dramas that I could spend all day mentioning here, go to hashtag AudioDramaSunday. Here's a little outtake from this episode of Generation Z, wherein Kathy Lieberman took the part of Samantha's mom to a different level.
2: Samantha, what are you doing out here? Looking for you? What are you doing here? I just wanted to see the sunrise. <laughs> Mom, get back from there. You could fall. <gasps> I'm fine, honey. <clears throat> I'm just enjoying the view. Do you know where George <laughs> is? He already left when I went out. I'm sorry if I scared you. I should have left a note. It's
1: okay, but Mom, you really should be in bed resting.
2: <gasps> I know it's been just so long since I got out. <clears throat> Mom! (laughs) And I thought a little fresh air might do me good. Uh, Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, Sam, you just don't have to worry about me. I'm fine. I am
1: worried about you. And can you please get away from there? I don't like you standing on the
2: edge like that. Ugh, all right. (laughs) I'll step away.
1: Mom? Yes? Ugh. I know it's not the flu. Sam. It isn't the flu, is it? No, it's not. Consumption, right? It's probably consumption,
2: yeah. And you're not (coughs) just going to get better like you said, are you? I didn't want to scare you. Why did you lie to me? I know I lied to you. I'm sorry. I didn't want you to worry about things after I (coughs) freaking... Sam. We're not zombies, Sam. I don't know why. I just don't get myself bitten by zombies. But we don't live forever, don't you as we think are. I know that? I haven't forgotten about your Dad. I know, dear. I haven't forgotten about your Dad either, or the dick. What? Why did you come out here for? I told you to see. Stop lying. I could have seen it from right outside the cabin. Samantha, right? you need to understand that every day I'm around, I risk infecting you and your brother. And all the food I eat, the water I drink, it's wasted on me. Did George put you no, up to Sam, this? Don't blame George, even though he's a little brat. Don't leave, Mom. Sam, I'm, stop, please. I don't want you to catch it. I just want you to hug I, me. Okay, okay, give me a hug. I love you. Yeah, I love you don't too. Go. I'm not going anywhere. Just, just yet. Promise? Yeah, I promise. What's that? It's the lifeguards!
0: Thank you, Kathy Lieberman, for that different version of Samantha's mom. And that's going to conclude this episode of Chronosphere Fiction. Gafgarn Chapter 8 will be in production soon, as well as Agapantha Chapter 2. Keep your cosmos clean.